oh yeah, the military can't do anything better than deep fake. Right. <clears throat> I don't think they can. You're recording now, aren't you? I just started it. <clears throat> hey, we didn't discuss topics like at all, though. You guys didn't talk about That's all okay. We're going to talk now. about how the military has way more stuff than you know of, and Josh thinks that we know about most of the stuff it's the gonna, military is it, actually has. That, that, that actually was one corner of my... the episode. Actually, cue the music. There it was. Yeah. Okay. So Chase has a topic that I think is really good for conspiracy corner, and then I have a topic that I think will lend itself to conspiracy corner. So. So I. Welcome to Black Music Radio, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm your host Josh with Seth. Other Seth. Chase. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about Josh uh, facial. I said that. Oh dang it! Sorry. It's okay. There's only but one Josh, Seth. not two. <laughs> and me. Today we're going to be talking about the FBI's facial recognition database. We're going to be talking about aliens. We're going to be talking about BrainNet and much more. Space and everything in between. Let's get going. You want to start us off with your alien adventure? Yeah, yeah, sure. So we had just gotten home from some event with the kids, and uh, my daughter loves to look at the stars, and so does my son. And I'm, I, I'm so glad that they do. And you because, hate it. Oh, yeah, I just hate looking at the stars. He it's, hates space in general I just and spend, everything in between. I spend everything in between. hours outside watching the stars because I hate it and I hate my life. Uh-huh. He just gets so mad at them. He just shakes <laughs> Angry face. man shakes fists at stars. Yeah, look at them up there, shining all bright, thinking they're better than you. <laughs> Come down here, and I'll show you. I'll show you a shiner. Fight me, you cowards! Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so, uh, me and my daughter uh, were—I was holding her, and she was looking straight up, and I was pointing out constellations to her. And all of a sudden, I saw like a V shape of stars. They look—I mean, they just look like white lights in a V shape, flying westward through the sky and it was it was almost directly overhead and i kind of figured that it was uh an airplane uh, of sorts or i was like well maybe maybe it's uh birds flying south for the winter even though they're flying west i wasn't really sure uh but it looked really high in the sky and really fast um and then they kept going west and all of a sudden they broke their formation and kind of formed a circle and then started weaving in and out of each other in this amorphous ball with without pattern recognition that I could tell. And they traveled way far west, continuing the weaving in and out of each other, uh, almost like uh, getting pretty close to the horizon. And and so that so that would be really far away. Yeah. Uh, and then they shot north uh, as far as I could see, and then they just kind of disappeared. And this all happened within one minute. I don't know how something could fly over there that fast. Um, my my theory is that it was either some type of military drones that we don't know about uh, because we have Tinker Air Force Base here. Uh, that's a, a real yeah, big Air Force Base. That was the first thought I had as well, some kind of military technology. Uh, but but for the technology that we know about, I could not say that it was any of those because of what they did. They were so high. Drones, the, the type of drones that are that agile, are not able to fly that high in the sky and definitely not that fast. 
I mean, I've seen really cool uh, displays of like you know drone technology all working oh, together. Oh yeah, absolutely. But this, like I said, this was really high up in the air and extraordinarily fast. Mm. So it they were still traveling fast. The the vector was really fast while weaving in and out of each other. Uh, and it was it was an amazing display. And if we have technology that can do that, I'm impressed. Um, but I just kind of still think it was perhaps aliens because a lot of people have seen this type stuff around the world. Um, or I, I shouldn't say aliens. I just call it UFOs of some sort. And the only other option to me is some type of, uh, you know, lightning type stuff that we have no, nobody knows about. That's the only explanation for these weird lights in the sky. Like some kind of ball lightning or some sort of... Yeah, yeah. But the, the, v, the V shape into the amorphous shape makes me think that this couldn't be something yeah, like that. Yeah, it sounds coordinated. It sounds yeah. like it was something with agency. Yeah, mm. I would think so. It's pretty cool, though. The whole thing is just really interesting. It, uh, Yeah, I was super excited. I I, I text Josh like five minutes <laughs> after I saw it. You texted me so happy. Oh, yeah. You were just so, you were so excited. I was, dude, I was super excited. I was excited you were excited. And then like uh, my daughter saw it and then she was like, aliens scare me. And my daughter's not even four yet. And I was like, what? She's like, I have bad dreams about aliens. And I was like, son like, of a... Where did this come from? Yeah. That's and crazy. so I, I grilled her about her dreams afterwards. And I couldn't get anything coherent. So I'm like, it's probably nothing. After the waterboarding ended. It's <laughs> like that's probably probably nothing. You know, I just I, I was trying to be nice about it, but like it terrified my wife because uh, I've had a close encounter abduction quote dream, and my wife has had a close encounter abduction dream. I thought you were about to say I've been abducted. No, <laughs> and I was about to say all right, Chase. No, uh, and yeah, it's it's but but there's certain dreams that just are are way too real. Oh, totally. Um, and so the fact that she might be having whatever uh, encounters that she's having uh, is concerning to me. But. Sure. Oh, I shouldn't tell the story. I'm going to anyway. So the other night, uh, I was in Jameson's room trying to get him down for sleep. And I was, I don't remember what I did, but I turned. He has like a little table in his room. Mm-hmm. And I put a one of these chairs that you guys are sitting in now, I'll put it like next to that table and I'll sit there while he goes to sleep because he just won't, he'll just keep talking if you're not in there. And it's something we're working on to try and like get us out of the room so he'll go to sleep by himself. Okay. Um, but I look over at the table for some reason and I hear like a, and then he just goes, ow. And I look over him and I go, what? And he goes, someone hit me. And I go, did you hit yourself? And he goes, no. Cause he like, he'll sometimes just like slap himself. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, don't slap yourself. And he was like, it wasn't me. And I'm like, who did it? And he's like, I don't know. And then he stood up and was like looking out his window. And I was like, that was. That was creepy, buddy. That's creepy. Let's lay back That's, down. Yeah. I mean, it was probably him. No, ninety percent sure, but it was still creepy. Yeah. Um, so about uh, so, I just want to say like how the the stars were in a V shape, uh huh, and then they formed a circle, and then started weaving in and out of each other. Josh, I told you about a dream a long time ago uh-huh. when we went yeah. to the lake, mm-hmm. and I said that I was staring at the stars, and then all of a sudden. A few of the stars, about a dozen, just like this time, there were about a dozen stars in this group, started to kind of vibrate, and then they all broke loose of their positions and formed a star, and then they all fell to the earth. 
And when I saw that circle of stars, I was like, what the heck is going on? Anyways, it turned out to be slightly different. Maybe they did yeah. fall to the earth later. But <laughs> mm. um, And then I, t- I told you, like, uh, I think I told you, like, I'm concerned that I'm going to have another dream about this because it was really troubling to me. And then that night at the lake, I had another dream. Get a little closer to your mic there, bud. I had another dream there about it. And then the next night, well, I had another type of dream about it. So I had three different uh-huh. dreams with the same topic, but they were all slightly different dreams. Sure. So that was just, I'm just saying, life is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Me and dad were, so we go down to, um, sometimes in October, sometimes in November, sometimes in December, it just depends on when we can go. But we'll go down to um, Porham, Oklahoma. Well, it's not really Porham. It's more like Stigler. Really, it's more like McCurtain. You go anyway. Stigler? Oh, you'll go all the way down there? That's like a four-hour drive. Yeah, it's fun. It's, a, it's fun it's with longer. children. The f- oh, God. Yeah. It's a good time with children. Fun. But it's great. It's it's a beautiful place Like that my uncle Oh, has. absolutely. It's like he has like a strip pit that's just crystal clear, and there's land that we hunt on and blah, blah, blah. And we'll fish and hunt all weekend. So the the strip pit like goes down about, I want to say, would you say like 70 feet probably? At, at the deepest, probably, maybe a little deeper. Like where the camp is, it's, it's at least 70 feet above, above the lake. Oh, yes. Oh, above the lake. Okay. Yeah. And so you're looking down into the strip pit and then there's like a, like you're looking across the valley basically. Um, and so me and dad were doing something out there. I think we we're playing with a laser pointer because um, we're dorks. Like you do. Yeah, like you do. But we looked off across the valley and there was these red dots. Um, that I thought I, at first we were both like, Oh, it's a satellite, but there was like 20 of them. And they were just like, like, I can't even like the, like a, not even a spiral pattern, just kind of like moving around independently. Yeah. Just randomly moving. Yeah, like if swarm. you saw, yeah. Like if you saw a swarm of like, uh, bugs, okay, yeah. it was like that, but they were red. And so I did a bunch of long exposure pics, which I can show you guys later and I can maybe post them in the, link, Oh yeah. Um, of it. And you can just see like these like trails of red. And so I had, this is about five years ago. Me and dad had no idea what they were. Dad was like, those have got to be some sort of like drone or something, right? And I was like, there's at least a hundred of them, which now is nothing. But like in the middle of McCurtain, yeah. Oklahoma, five at, years at ago. night, five years ago, that's like crazy, right? And so yes. it was weird. I'm, I still to this day don't know what they were. They were all red. They weren't blinking red and green. They were just red, solid color and just moving. Well, I'm glad someone like you with color vision can you know, document these things. So I'd be like, there was, it was a, a, a red or green or brown. Or <laughs> it was like, it was out there, man. I swear. Those brown lights. But yeah, I'll show you the pictures. <laughs> Remind me and I'll find them and show you. Um, yep. But it was cool. It was yeah, really it's cool. interesting. And I, I talked to dad about the other day and he was like, I don't remember that. And I was like, how do you not remember that? It's dad. Yeah. Just don't get excited about things to remember anything. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I was so excited about seeing whatever I saw because I've uh-huh. had plenty of like what I would call like spooky ghost encounters. That's what most people would call spooky, them. Spooky, scary ghost But encounters. never anything that I would consider like alien UFO related uh-huh. besides that one event. I always want to see a UFO. And I feel like it finally happened. And I'm super happy. Check about that it. box off. Yes. Sir. Now Chase can die. What? Yep. You're going to kill me? I'm not going to. They are. I don't know. They could have already if they, if they really tried. They were in my room. <laughs> Seth, have you ever had any uh, like spacey alien UFO encounters no, that you can't explain? No, I was explain? trying to think, and I don't really, I can't really think of any that I've had, anything like that. Hmm. Mary and I witnessed one together, um, along with about twenty people yeah, on Southwestern that. one time, um, over on in Oklahoma City. Listeners, um, for those of you who aren't from Oklahoma City. 
Um, it was on the street of, no, it was 104th. Yes, 104th, Southwest 104th and Western. Okay. Um, so it's like there's like a, a graveyard on one side, and then there's like a shopping center, and then another shopping center, and Taco Bell. Like that's that's your corner. And so we were going north, and we stopped at a stoplight, and there was a. I can only describe it as imagine like a pencil, but like a black pencil with a white eraser. So it's cigar shape. Yeah, if you were describing it in UFO terms, you would yeah. say cigar shape. But it was like a pencil, like it was long and skinny, and it was just like vertical, uh, just hovering there. And the bottom was a little bright, like a little brighter than the black part. The white, like temper of the eraser was like shinier. And that could have been because the sun was hitting it because the sun was going down or it could have been because it was like putting off some sort of propulsion. Was but it, where, was it, it like it, in the intersection? No, it was in the air above the intersection about like, if you're looking north, it was maybe a half a mile north of maybe, maybe like right over 89th street. Okay. Um, and it was about 600 feet up probably. And we, Oh, Oh, I always imagined it like way up in the atmosphere. No, bro. This was like. I mean, it was. It looked about like an inch long from where we were, but it didn't look like it was that inch high long, a mile away. Yeah, so I don't know how big that would be. Someone could probably math that and figure it out. I don't know, but um, we were seeing it, and then like people were getting out of their cars to take pictures of it with their phones. Yeah, um, because it was just hovering there, and then it just like shot up, like at just it, it broke the laws of physics, just gone. Yeah, and I, I looked at Mary and I said, "You saw that, right?" And she was like, "I have no idea what I just saw," because at first I said when we first saw it, I said oh crap look a missile and she looked and she was like that is a missile and then it but it wasn't moving and then i we, we had a little like, hmm, brief right. conversation about how it wasn't moving at all and then it just pew, gone straight up it was okay. the craziest that was my craziest ufo story maybe because the other one i think i was asleep for okay <laughs> and i was like 12 so yeah. I, don't, I don't trust my memory hmm. i don't trust your memory either I don't. what about you uh i have no sp- Alien or paranormal? You saw a ghost dog that one time. That was, I think, I was a little kid and I was tired. Well, I thought you saw a rainbow man. That's the same with the same man. with the rainbow man. I think oh. I was half asleep. Like now that I'm adult, I'm like, I was probably, it was probably a dream. Uh, okay. Like I re- a, a waking dream. Like I, I get those. that's a thing. I mean, that's uh, a real thing. I get, no, I know it is. That's why I, I actually said get it. those relatively often, where <laughs> I'm like awake enough to where I'm aware of what's around mm-hmm. me. Yeah, but there are elements that aren't actually existing there but what if your mind has gotten to a state where it is now responsive to the paranormal if that's the case then the paranormal world is full of spiders (laughs) oh it it is it absolutely is because most of the time that situation results in me waking up and thinking that there are spiders in my bed look at the tiny watermelons josh yeah or, or tiny watermelons. Hypnagogic hallucinations is what those are called. That's what I and thought it was. I'm, I'm to make sure. I've had those. Oh, my good. Let's God. let's use big terms so people don't understand what we're saying. I've had those my whole life, so I'm pr- I'm pretty positive <laughs> that's dick. what it is. For listeners, the Rainbow Man was when I was I was laying on the couch. I don't know how old I was, like twelve. Oh, you're pretty young. Yeah, you're probably. Well, like, might maybe younger than that. maybe like ten. I think you're probably like nine thought, or ten because I think I, I was like younger, maybe yeah. twelve. Yeah, 13. You're probably so, probably right. But I was you were old enough to where it freaked me out because I was like, I mean, he's not a baby. (laughs) Like I was laying on the couch. We were watching TV and in our it had to be. Hang on. So how old were you in 99 when the tornado hit? Um, 10. 10. Okay, so you had to be 10 or younger because the upstairs wasn't finished yet. That's right. Like at our our parents house, there is a upstairs and there was a spiral like a metal spiral staircase going upstairs. Lights were off up there. I was laying on the couch. I look up and I see it's in the shape of a man, but it's like. This glowing, it's like it's like a person, but it's glowing, and there's like ribbons of 
multicolored rainbow light like flashing along its body. Dude, I'm pretty sure it's it, it, like an angel. It was or going up and down its body, and it was just start, it was just walking down the stairs. And then I I freaked out, and like I I think I turned to say something. I turned back, and it was gone. Yeah, I was on the couch, and you went, "Josh, what's that?" And I'm I'm pretty positive that I I was just half asleep. I don't know. It, we were, it was we were watching TV. It was very in, it's it's cool you, you, thinking about what it looked you're like. Pretty descriptive. When when I try to decide if somebody's you know either dreaming or if it was real, like if you can get like solid descriptions. I mean, even now, like you know, twenty years later, you still remember. I still don't. See, be, that kind of leans me the other way. The, that because like, he had the description. Like you yeah, because like, like your brain built it. I can. I will say that thing. he described it that way. Like that night, because I, I asked him a ton yeah. of questions about it because it freaked me out because I was like, well, hang on, what's going on? And I remember him describing it the exact same way. And But the, the, the main reason that I don't think it's that case is because of how many of these kinds of half-awake okay. half yeah. dreams I've had in my life. And That's true. I've had a ton of them. Usually they're really benign. Like I just, I can't really describe Are they them. also full of, dis- you said you can't describe them. Are these as descriptive as that? Some are. I've okay. had a few like that. Like I remember one very vividly. Um, I was it was still back at my my parents' house. I remember I was sleeping in <laughs> I was sleeping in your room. Yeah. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I think so. Go ahead. And in the dream, I was in like a dry riverbed, like laying in a hammock. And that's how you avoid mosquitoes. And like it was it was at one of the campouts we went to in Rangers. Okay. And uh, I was laying there, and there was like this weird orange blinking light in the woods. And like when I kind of slowly came out of being asleep, the blinking light was Josh had a fish tank that had a heater. Oh, yeah. And there was an orange blinking light on the heater, and that was what I was seeing. And like there was like I was in a hammock, but all like the I had like a water bottle mm-hmm. and if like a like my Game Boy and a few other things on the ground. Okay. And those were there in the dream as well. Like in the same oh. in the same place that they were. But your mind was just in real life. in a different way. Yeah. And then I finally woke up and I just remember that very vividly. Oh, okay. It was why half you, real, half asleep. Why were you in my room? I don't remember why you were in my they room. They were painting in my room. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh kind of I was hate bringing this up, but when I have super vivid real dreams that I think might be of some importance, they always feel like astral projection because of those few times that I was stupid enough to try it and do it. Like those things are, 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 it feels like waking life. Is that the, is the astral projection like the opening your, yeah, that that's, that's one thing that, yeah, people talk about for astral projection. Mm -hmm. I've definitely done that in a dream. I don't think it did anything. Never done it again. Yeah. Did it do anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I I don't remember mine doing anything. I I remember being in the dream and like I realized I was dreaming and I like put my hands together, looked down at them and opened my hands and I felt like I was like sucked in Uh and then I was standing next to my bed and I was like looking down at myself and I was like, this is crazy. And then I felt some kind of. Not presence, because it wasn't with me. But there was like, I felt like something suddenly had its attention on me that was very far away. And, and very <laughs> and very angry. 
Yeah. And then okay. I was like, okay, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I woke myself up. But like, it wasn't with me. It was, it was far away, but I could tell it was like, it knew I was there. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. See, and I never have. Huh. I, I had never told Seth what I experienced. And it was the same. It was, it felt like being sucked through something. Like you felt and then whooshing. Like, but didn't I, the when air. I described how to do it to you guys, that, time forever ago. Yeah, Isn't I that how like, I described it to you? I mean, yeah, maybe. You just, it's probably. I don't remember. You definitely described it to me that way. I, well, think, I think you meant in the past. But, I mean, God, I mean, how long ago was, was this? was oh, 10 gosh. years ago. This was a, Mine was a long time ago. Or longer. Yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago. I just ago. remember when I learned how to ask for project, I told all of you, like, immediately. I was like, holy and that, Well, that's why I did you it. You just talked way. about, you, you fold, all I remembered was the, the hand thing. And then I remember. You remember the hand or a door? I remember the hand thing and I put my hands together and I tried to open them, but it was really, they it were like, was hard. they was like stuck together. And then I, I yeah. pulled it and it sucked my face in and then my hands collapsed back together. And I was like, what the heck? Cause it, and so I was like, I'm going to pull as hard as I can. And so I did. And I got like sucked through a, it was like a, a, a wormhole like or a something. Vortex, right? And then I appeared uh, standing <laughs> by my bed and then I looked down and there was me sleeping in my bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was but it wasn't I could see even though it was dark in the room. Yeah. Does that make any that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mine was it was in the middle of the day. I was it was like a Oh, you had a little It nap. was like a Saturday afternoon. You had a little siesta? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> a little siesta, you know, space or uh, astral travel. Yeah. What but astral jaunt that you talked about being sucked through your hands as well. Uh that's no, I think I just, I only tried it after I heard it from Josh. Sorry. And I like tried to, I think I tried to open my hands and couldn't get them apart. open. Oh. That's, yeah. well, that's really common from a lot of people that I, because I was dumb. And like when I first learned about it, I was like, I'm going to tell everybody about this, which is probably stupid. Um, if you believe it, if you don't believe in it, listeners do what you want. I don't care. That's why um, I didn't want to bring it up. And now people are pro- who don't listen are probably going to bring that up and do it. Maybe don't do it. We've all had weird do experiences it. with don't it. Don't do it. Do what you want. Be I, safe. I don't recommend it. We may not even. It may not even be real. It may just be our brains making weird situations. Who knows? My problem is I lucid dream too much, and then I get distracted, and I'm like, I could astral project, or I could do anything I want, and so I go and do that. See, instead. I can't control my dreams. They always yeah, overtake me, either. and that's why the astral projection thing, like I, that's I could do whatever I wanted to, yeah. and it was completely different. And also the other dreams that have, are, anyways, it doesn't matter. But yeah. Um, there's also you could do the door method, which is where like if you're if you're able to realize you're dreaming, and I think this is how I would do it if I was gonna do it, um, is if you're able to realize you're dreaming, you can make like a hallway. You just imagine a hallway, and then you're in it, um, and then you just pick a door. And like I, what I have always been told, because I haven't used the door method before, I've used the hand method. Um, but they say like you just walk until you see a door with light coming out from under it, and then just open that door and step through, and then you'll be like. Same thing, like next to your bed. I, that might work for people who can control their dreams, because I could never do that. Oh, gotcha. I've only been able to. I've only lucid dreamed like f- five or six times in my entire life. Oh wow! You just got wow. to practice. I just, I just don't, and I yeah. usually don't dream, or at least I don't remember my dreams most of the yeah. time. Hmm. You got to practice that too. Yeah, they they talk about practice lucid dreaming, and they always mm-hmm. talk about uh, every time you walk through a door frame, to like uh, like in waking life when you walk through a door frame, check and see if you're dreaming or not. And uh-huh. that practice will go into your dreaming where you walk through you the door. You just make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so then you'll go, am I dreaming or not? But I have an accidental one that happens to me. Uh-huh. 
that's happened to be the opposite because every time I'm dreaming, light switches don't work. Yeah, it's your it's your reality check. And like some physics well, don't work, right? But I but uh, like I said, it, it worked in the opposite <laughs> way because oh, in my dreams, <laughs> and when a light switch doesn't work in real life, I freak out for a microsecond. No. Like, oh God, I'm dreaming. I do that too. So my reality check, I check my watch, about, I don't know, randomly throughout the day. And okay. I, I will look at my watch for three seconds because I'll, I'll either watch the second hand or I'll watch like the actual second stick away on this cheap old Casio watch. Um, but every now and then I'll bump it and it'll switch and like it'll switch to military time. Okay. So in my dreams, I can't, if I look at my watch, that's how I, that's how I get into lucid dreaming is I'll look at my watch and I, it's just gibberish and I'm like, okay. And I'm dreaming. Cool. And I know I'm dreaming because my watch isn't working. There was a Batman episode about that. Yeah. He couldn't read. Right. That's how I got the idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I got the idea. Cause like people can't nice. supposedly Dude, can't read in their dreams. The Batman Superman adventures in the nineties were so good. It was great. So the other day I was doing a reality check and I looked down on my watch was in military time and I went, huh! <laughs> and I was like, Oh wait, we're good. <laughs> But I thought I had a, I did the same thing. I freaked out for a second. Actually, I was Josh, dreaming. you're dreaming right now. You need to wake up. Uh, I just pooped. Wake up, Josh. Didn't work. No. Yeah, the really messed up thing is like there's no way to know if that was actually Seth talking or if that was your subconscious it's talking true. to you. Solipsism. Yeah, pretty much. Is it solipsism or solipsism? I think it's solipsism. Yeah. but I don't know. It's where you think that you're the only one. Right. Uh, you're the only being in the universe. You're the only conscious being, and there's no way to prove it otherwise. That makes you God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to prove, to disprove it, basically. Mm-hmm. But any, Well, I any, mean, there's a lot of things you can't disprove, but... No, but I'm just saying yeah. that's what that's, that's the point of solipsism, is that, like, you're the solitary being in the universe, and everything else is just a projection of your consciousness, and there's no yeah. way to really prove it or disprove it. Well, that's because some things have to be... Um, self-evident that's why that, I mean, that's why um you can't prove a lot of stuff because uh-huh. you're, you're you're assuming there aren't things that self that are self-evident sure i just know that solipsism isn't real for my case like i might be a projection of somebody else but i'm definitely not a projector like you guys aren't projections of my subconscious because life is way more boring than it would be if i was in control of everything I have, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just saying, like, it just this. I would. This is not what I would do. Do you never have dreams where somebody tells you something profound? Most of my dreams are either I'm lucid dreaming and just flying, or I'm like in a shopping mall trying to figure out why I'm in a shopping mall. Like, do, do you ever communicate? Do you ever communicate with people? I commu- when I'm lucid dreaming, I talk to people all the time. But when yeah. I'm when I'm like in my my. <laughs> My trapped space is what I call it, but the mall that I get stuck in. Dude, uh, I, the traps. I have a mall as well. Yeah, See, mine's like a combination every, of crossroads they, they and a bunch of other. Everybody places. has Mine like too. this, like their mind is like a building for some reason. Yeah, your mind palace, and that sucks that yours is a shopping mall. I kind of like it. Mine so well, it works. It's okay. either the mall or it's At my gran- my grandpa's house. Yeah, grandma grandpa's house from when we were kids. No, no, like their grandpa's current house. Oh, see, I have the old house. That's. Do you guys store information in your mind palaces? In your mind no, houses? I, 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 never I tried that. that for a while, no. and I just couldn't get get a hang of it. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it doesn't seem to work for me either. It it's just I've seems heard real that, weird that it works for some people and not for others. I get too bored with it. It, it works when I do it, but I have I, I have to like concentrate on it so much that it's just it's like such I, a hassle to utilize. I just don't feel like that's how my brain works. Yeah, it might like, not be. I am very bad at like spatial. I think your brain is more chaotic, memory. and so it's not going to grab. It's not going to get it. 
Oh, no. Like, it's just... I think you're just crazy. No, that's how creative people are. Like, they, they're not, like, analytical and put, like, this is this and this is this. Like, I just don't think that's Seth, how you think. Seth, would you describe yourself as... I was going to say, would you describe yourself as creative I would not describe analytical. myself as creative at all. I'm extraordinarily Some, t- some people analytical. just aren't good at, like... Uh, I'm very bad at spatial, spatial, spatial reasoning and spatial awareness. Yeah. Mm. Are you really good, good at unscrambling words like that game we can unscramble words? I'm okay. You mean word scrambler? No, I don't know. There's a lot of different games. When you go to it. park a car, first try or like pull in, back up, go. Wait, say that again? So if you go to park a car and there's a car on your left and a car on your right and you're going in the middle spot, do you just pull straight in or do you pull in, back out, pull in? Pull in, back out, pull in. A yep. lot. That's the best test for spatial awareness. Is that And that means I'm bad at it? It just means that you're not as competent in your own spatial awareness. At least you uh, get in it. Sure. A lot of people can't even do it. Because I don't, like, I can, I have good spatial awareness. And I'm not, this, I, I sound like I'm, I'm just sound like I'm bragging. <laughs> I have amazing spatial <laughs> I awareness. I do. I have good spatial awareness. So I can tell where I need to turn out and then just pull in and I'm, I'm good. And I do this. My same. dad's that, that way, Seth's that way. Mm. Uh, but our mom is like, not, like, she has to back out. Well, actually, she's all right. She's okay. I'm going to take that part out. I'm going I'm to edit that out. Samantha doesn't back in. She, and if she wants to, she's like, back in for me, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so she, and she and yeah, she won't back out anywhere because she just uh, isn't is good at that. And they've shown that uh, like female brains, high, higher estrogen, lower testosterone, um, just don't build the spatial awareness. The size of that brain for spatial awareness is smaller. Is it a development thing? Is what you're saying? Or yeah, is this yeah. like in, a, in the okay. womb? In the womb. Interesting. And and actually, I, I found well, it very I mean, that interesting makes... that some of the estrogen testosterone is actually from the mother. So a lot of it has to do not with you specifically, but how much your mother produces while you're in the womb. Huh. Uh, brain chemistry and early birth hormones are really interesting. Like what your hippocampus being different sizes yeah. based on like how much testosterone or well, yeah, estrogen like you got the, in the womb. The testosterone not necessarily decrease it. Testosterone inhibits the growth of the uh, the language part of your brain. Yeah. So you actually want to communicate less because it's not as developed. But it doesn't but necessarily it, mean it, that you but can't. But it actually does increase the spatial awareness part of your brain. That's true. But brain elasticity allows your brain to like, if you do want to communicate more, you can. I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do something bad enough, you you can do it. They, there was a girl who was, uh, I think she was like considered uh, like mentally retarded. And she was like, I want to be a mathematician. Oh, yeah. No. Who was that? I read that. Like last week, who was that? You read that last week? No, I, yeah. read, I read this a long time ago. Maybe there's another case or maybe it's the same person. I don't know. But she became a mathematician and yeah. she was considered mentally retarded for... She was considered autistic is what it was. Was it? It was uh, autism. Well, the one, <clears throat> the okay, one he man, read, I, I don't know. Because like you said, yeah, you said it, you read it recently. I read this a long time ago. Yeah, she was, she was autistic. God, I read this on Reddit like last week and I didn't save it. Yeah, she was autistic and she just decided she wanted to... Like be, like become good at like formulas and stuff. And Did like it happen just, recently? Because I read mine like literally like more than ten years ago. No, this was an this was an example. It was like a today I learned about so and so. There's another one that I've seen on Reddit a few times where it was about it was actually a like a math professor or something, and he he was convinced that you know it wasn't inborn, it wasn't innate, it was like learned, mm-hmm. and. uh so he just like trained his his girls to be these uh-huh. amazing 
mathematicians. I, from I have age. heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a professor in and college like, who was yeah. the most obnoxious man I've ever met in my life, but he was amazing at math. And he said that he had failed math all through high school and college. And it wasn't until he was in grad school that he just decided, like, I'm going to get good at math. I'm going to do this. And so he good for him. trained himself to be like, he just started practicing math. And now he's like, he's amazing at it. He's still a dick, but he's amazing at it. <laughs> yeah, you can be amazing at things and still be a dick. It's amazing. It's weird, right? <laughs> You guys uh, talking about your your mind palaces like house or whatever or uh, I think not, it's a Sherlock not, not house, thing, isn't it? Sherlock, yeah, it's Sherlock. But I never do that, and uh, I I never knew what I was doing until I read the book Blink. Uh huh. I put a lot of stock in my uh, thin slicing, and it just I think most people do. It's stored yeah. in my brain somewhere, and it's it's like. Uh-huh. It just allows me to not have to try so hard because my brain is just like, uh, okay, I got it now. I remember this. Well, I mean, thin slicing still happens if you use like methods of like memory methods. Like you can still do both. Oh, I'm sure it does. But, but like the, the thin slicing has to do with all the stuff that's already stored in your brain. Yeah. And that's kind of what I like. It's just stored. And even Samantha's like, how do you remember this? I'm like, I don't know. But I have no idea where I remember it from a lot of the times. Like, sure. Anyways, but the majority of time, if you Google it, it's right. Sixty percent of the time? No, she says ninety percent works every Ooh. time. Oh, <laughs> Samantha actually does hate me. She's like, I hate that she you're right. You. She hates that I'm right, but I tell her when I'm wrong too. I do tell her when. This I'm has wrong. been the most humble broadcast hour. <laughs> say, we're, I'm super we're humble. Humble bragging all over the place over here. <laughs> You say we like it's anybody but you two. Yeah. Me and Josh are better. Than I was meaning that's the, all it is. Uh, I mean, yeah, and I was speaking it. with the royal we. Uh, oh. So. Oh, you're royalty now. Yeah, always have been. So, <laughs> um, Seth, did you have a topic? No? Yes. Yes. I think it was just the FBI face database. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Thing. FBI face database. And that goes along with the fact that Google <laughs> just acquired Fitbit. I which, did that. I didn't know which that. people are. Con- I sold my Fitbit stock. Oh, I should have held Pe- on to it. People are concerned that that's going to lead to like, you know, health some, tracking. Some yeah, kind of health tracking. They're just going to incorporate well, all your biometric data. Well, yep. they're definitely going to track it and store it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way Google's not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what people are concerned with. Google slash Facebook. So. He said, "You well, said Facebook, right?" Amazon no, spooky Google. too. Amazon Google tracking. Bot. Okay, Google everything. bot Fitbit. Yeah, everything. You guys, so they I don't, can already they can already track people by their dna even if you've never given a dna yes, sample but this is so this, this is, is this is a health tracker that you're wearing on your body yeah so the, they're gonna keep so all the that insurance data. companies are gonna buy that yeah. Data. exactly yeah yeah the scary part is is that we're mostly gonna just buy into all this stuff like yeah. as a society yeah we're just gonna be like all right that's just how it is what's the subreddit a boring dystopia yeah yeah that's a good one so i don't i think that we plug joe rogan's podcast on this podcast too much but I will say that you guys should listen to the Edward Snowden episode because it's terrifying and he talks about a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Just the the fact that pretty much I don't know, we're gonna get our podcast is gonna get us on a watch list. Dude, China's already terrifying. I would not yeah. I wanted to talk about China. Let's do it too. Let's add Let's that to the list. My, okay, so gosh, like a, a friend that I, I respect, he's an, he's a very intelligent guy. Thank you, Chase. And he goes it means to, a lot to me. No. He 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 uh, Oh right, thank you, Chase. He's he lived in I don't know if he still lives in China, but he was in China for a long time and maybe he continues to go there because uh, when I was talking about uh, 
certain things to make the United States better. And he was like, uh, say what you will about authoritarianism, but when China wants to do something, they get it done. And I was like, well, yeah, but oh my God, at what cost? Yeah. No, I mean, that's what they have always said about fascism, right? Like the trains run on time. Yeah. That's what they got going for. Yay. Like, <laughs> they make it work. Don't you know? care. Or else. Exactly. Yeah, but how is that a? I just don't understand. We're how not that saying was a, it's a positive thing. We're just saying it's I a just, thing. When I, I'm just more talking about what what my friend said. I was just really taken aback by it. It's like, yeah, like it was. It, oh, it was about global warming. That's what it was. Because he was talking about how how I said China is the worst polluter in the world. Yeah, for sure. Which they are yeah. by t- literally more than tenfold f- compared to the U.S. And he was arguing yeah. that. Per capita, America's worse. And I was like, well, like... Technically, maybe. China produces 30 times more plastic into the ocean than the United States does. 30 times. I'm not saying... And we already do a lot. I'm not, have, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying America's good. I'm just saying no. they do 30 times more. So... Do they have 30 times the population? Or... They have... Not quite that much. They have like one and a half billion and we have 300 million. So, No. Yeah, yeah, that's way more. I, we have we have more than three hundred million. We have three hundred thirty million. Yeah, if you want to be more three hundred thirty million Americans, what? that's that's accurate. Yeah. So so they have like f- five times more of the population. I thought we were closer to four or five. Uh, well, we're getting three twenty seven. We're getting a census next year, so yep. we'll know more next year. I love census years. Is that weird? Yeah. What is that, that noise? Let's divulge all of our information to the government. You do that all the time anyway. I think it was. I was going to say, they already know everything anyway because we're using iPhones and Android. And like, yeah, we just talked about how they buy things through you Amazon. Everywhere, even yeah. You literally said they already know everything. DNA tests. People use, no, that, I didn't say that exactly. People use Amazon's yeah, you, little Echo. That DNA, yeah, yeah. Like people, like people just oh, casually, right. they're just like, hey, I'm going to let this Echo in my house even though Amazon's it's been proven to be spying on listening. you yeah. constantly. Yeah. I don't have one. But I, I mean, do have an iPhone. But I have a Google Pixel, which is basically the same thing, except it's Google listening right. to me instead of Amazon. <laughs> but Google Maybe our only hope is that they're so splintered that they don't get all their data together. It's not about them having their data. I don't care if Google has my data or Amazon has my data or Facebook has you my don't, data. You should care. No, no, no. What I care about is who's buying it, who they're selling okay. it to. That's what matters. Because I there's no... like I. It's kind of like the devil you know. Like, yeah, I know Google's taking my information because they're just so incorporated into everything I do now. I don't know who they're selling that data to. And that that's what freaks me out. Remember when Apple was refusing to give a backdoor to the U.S. government? They're did, still doing did that. Did they cave? Oh, okay. I, I was no, curious. No, they're still pretty good about that. Okay. Well, I then think. that makes me feel better hey, about my didn't phone. didn't fact check that because you know more about Apple than me and tell me about it later. You can text me when you hear this. Okay. It'll be after your wedding tomorrow. Congratulations, bud. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> I think it was interesting that we started this podcast talking about how we're going to start doing conspiracy stuff. And we're talking about all the stuff that like, we're like, yes, we know this is happening right now. Yeah. And these were the, cons- sound- these were yeah. the conspiracy theories of like the 90s. Sure. So they were all really just, I mean, not saying they're prophets, but they were prophetic uh, things that they said. Well, it's really easy to predict what people will do if you give them a system. Um, and so if you give them a system where everybody's data is available readily and you put humans in charge of that system, it's pretty easy to understand. Or but we to refuse guess. to believe What's, it. The majority refused to believe it. That's because it wasn't a viable option at the time. What I also think wasn't predictable is like 
how much of it is like we're willingly seeding this over? Uh, yeah. We're willingly providing this data for them to collect. That's becoming increasingly clear to me that we're willingly going into uh, hell in a handbasket in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. That makes and it's uh, but this whole of, conversation I've been thinking about Fahrenheit 451 yeah. and how like actually Ray Bradbury <clears throat> always contended that it wasn't about censorship, right? It wasn't like the government censoring books. Right. It was that like the people had willingly done that over. You know? Yeah, that yeah, that was his theory. Like he uh, he said I mean, he hated the theory of uh, the censorship yeah. thing. Yeah. He's he's not entirely right, right? Like mm-hmm. those interpretations are valid, but Right, but I, I, I think yeah. it's a it's the combination of uh, Huxley and uh, who was a nineteen eighty four Orwell, or so it's it's slightly Orwellian, slightly Huxley because Orwellian was like complete and utter dictatorship, control of the government, forcing it upon you. But but there is all the spying and uh, eventually the the forcefulness that the government has that he talked about. But it comes about through the Huxley method of uh bread and circuses essentially as long as we're ready to go we we're just going to hand off our our freedoms and mm-hmm. uh, everything because it's fun have you guys watched vice nope not the not the series or the, the website called? vice the dick cheney movie oh no, no. you guys got to watch vice it'll make you it'll it's crazy or just read about dick cheney in general he arrived in the white house at the perfect time to make Basically, like, uh, like whenever people are talking about, like, oh, the deep state, like that, they're not talking about like shadow organizations or whatever. They're talking about the deep much, state is the bureaucracy. It's just yeah, it's the bureaucracy that Dick Cheney and his folks set up. Like that's what did it. They basically he had a lawyer who gave him an interpretation of a law that he wanted that he didn't let anybody look at, and he put it in his safe, and then he went to um, who was it? Shoot, I'm losing the names now. Basically went to the Justice Department and said, like, hey, we want to do something. We don't want you to pursue it. We have a law that backs it up, and you got to take my word for it. And they were just like, all right. And then that's John Ashcroft? It might have been. That sounds right. He was the attorney general. So we ended up getting – I mean, that's how we ended up getting this whole – network just so that that that's once again that episode with Edward Snowden he talks about it on there or you can watch Vice they talk about it on there that's where I learned about it first um but that's how we ended up getting things were like Patriot Act no no no, the Patriot Act was before that okay this is when the government started monitoring every text email and phone call by every American that's what Edward Snowden released and got in trouble for yeah is that he released that they were monitoring us yeah and it was illegal and they had been doing it since, was it Project Daystar? I think it was what it was called. No, Morningstar? Project? I don't know. Shoot. I have the worst memory, you guys. I, I didn't, I didn't store it away right. I'm, I'm bad with the name, so I'm, I'm with um, you. But yeah, they were just, that's how, that's the whole reason that he went and did what he did. And now he's living in Moscow is because he released information that they were, we were everybody on a massive scale was being tracked. I just want to point out that when this first happened, you were on the side of the government and not Snowden. I hadn't researched it at all. And I okay. probably, yeah, I didn't know what it was at the time. Okay. <laughs> I'm allowed to go back and say that I was wrong. You're allowed to change your opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what growth is, man. Yeah. People should be, that's, and I think that's the thing that happens with society. I think people double down on like past opinions, even in the face of like wrong information. But also part of it is that people won't, 
let people change their minds. It's like, well, you said this in the past. It's like, well, yeah, and I was wrong about that. Yeah, I was well, operating off of bad information. But that's what you said, so... I mean, I agree with what Josh is saying now. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's wrong now. I'm just saying it's... I might be. I can see why some people stick to their guns so much because society doesn't let you change your mind. Yeah, if, the, if, if the, you if you if you're wrong, they'll tell you they'll you know come out and attack you for being wrong. If you switch, they're like, oh well, you're just so indecisive. There's no there's no way to to win that. Yeah, that, honestly, that's kind of where we've gone. Is that if you make one mistake, you trip up one time, like your 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 political career or your fame is done. It's it's really ridiculous. I, uh, I mean, just don't do blackface, Chase. But yeah, I've already on, done Chase, it. That's not that hard. <laughs> what? I don't want to know if you actually did I've or not. Never, I I hate Halloween. I've never dressed up as anything more I don't than a think, cowboy. I don't think blackface and Halloween are necessarily synonymous. I don't like doing dress up or anything, ah. so I just don't. Your Abraham Lincoln though was pretty great though. Thank you. That was good. I look like a, a Abraham Lincoln stripper. You did. You did look like an Abraham Lincoln stripper. I it was know. still perfect, though. <laughs> I missed this one. I, yeah. I remember that was, it was a Halloween party. He dressed up as he the, he he was Abraham Lincoln. He was a wrestler. Yeah. And he was wearing like slacks and dress shoes with suspenders, no shirt. Oh, the maybe beard, I do the hat. He this. had like a like a, yeah, like a, the, a the Emancipator stick. Yeah. yeah, and he looked like a male stripper. <laughs> It was the like, best. But you you let, I didn't have any black suspenders, so you let me borrow some. Oh, so yeah. like I came over with the slacks and a shirt on. So I went to your parents' house. Yeah. And then I, I took off my shirt and put on the suspenders. And I was like, okay, this is gonna be cool. And then I looked up, I was like, I'm a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a little I was really embarrassed walking out of your house because nah. your mom and dad were right there and I was nah. like, Oh, don't look at me. It's fine. But I, I, I think I know what, what I should have done. Like I should have like Cut off the the slacks and like uh, you know beat them up a little bit. So you need a wrestler boots. And, and yeah, you, rest, you, that's you needed, exactly you what needed I was wrestler say. boots, and you needed like a suit top with like no sleeves, oh. like with the tie and the and the shirt and everything, yeah. with no sleeves, and then like the shorts. Yeah, yeah. With so the wrestling should, boots. It should have been shorts with the wrestling boots. You, you guys are absolutely right. Or just the bow tie with no shirt. <laughs> sure, that's even more stripper. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about was, and this kind of leads into this whole same thing. Um, I think it's called brain net. Give me two seconds to make sure I'm not giving you the wrong name. Yeah. Brain net. Okay. So it was a study released by scientific reports, um, that researchers at the university of Washington had basically presented what they call brain net, which is the first multi-person non-invasive, um, direct brain to brain interface interface. Dang it. Direct brain to brain interface for like collaborative for collaborative problem solving. Good Lord. I can't talk. They've created a way that you can, I don't know what the technology is. The article doesn't really say, but they've created a way that where people can literally communicate to each other. This is the bandwidth that a uh, um, Tesla guy was talking about. No, it's not Neuronet. We actually, have you listened to that podcast that we recorded a couple weeks ago? We were no, talking about but Neuronet? that's exactly what he's trying to do. No, different, different thing. Same idea. So Neuronet. Different thing, same idea. <laughs> sort of. Neuronet is made to, like the, both of these things were created, I think, to take the load off of humans to where we can have higher computational powers with our brains and then compete with AI. But well, it was the, all about being like the the the, the biggest um, obstacle in the way was the bandwidth of the brain is so high, and that's what they're trying to overcome. Oh, so I this has obviously overcome that. 
yes and no. That's not because what because it can communicate back and forth. But that, that doesn't make the bandwidth go higher. That just means that you're able to do it. You're able to. They're not creating more. Um, I really don't want to use the word bandwidth, but that's what it is. Bandwidth. What they're doing is they're just they just made a network to where brains could communicate. It doesn't increase the the bandwidth of the network itself. It's still the same thing. Well, then how do they communicate? How does the information travel? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says that they've created a, a way of doing it, and well, they were able to. Well, then it's magic. <laughs> no, it just means that I don't know what the method is, and the article didn't say. But essentially, they were able to solve complex problems together as a team. Without being like wired together, without being wired. That's together. called talking and solving a problem. No, you I mean know like a lev- level eleven engineers where there's two guys at Google, you know, creating code together, and they're they like just they just on had two keyboard. people on the same yeah on the same keyboard yeah. counter hacking someone. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Really? No. I'm, I we're talking about two different things. Me and you? Yes, the but, two people I, on the same keyboard. I'm talking together, about that like. Was it NCIS show? Oh yeah, that, they really do that at Google. Oh, they're called like they quote them as level eleven engineers for uh, creating code, and so, well, so I have two of their best people on one keyboard creating code, like like feeding off of each other's absolute genius. Apparently. That's cool. I mean, musicians do that, so why couldn't you do it with other things? Yeah, probably. You have two musicians playing the same guitar. I mean, you could do that, but I was talking about like your brain sync up. So like there's been lots of studies that show like when two guitar players or a guitar player and a bass player or a guitar player and a drummer yeah. are playing together and they're on like the same, like they're playing a song. Right. Well, you're literally you reach on a, the same wavelength because you're, yeah, you're, you're, but it's not because of the music. It's because like your brain's cycle to be the same. So why couldn't you do it when you were working on a project? Maybe. Like brains yeah. are crazy and they're able to do lots of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they, they've shown that. That was uh, a good statement. Brains are crazy and able to do lots of stuff. <laughs> well, there was, that Josh whole, there was that whole study where uh, you can, like like Seth was saying earlier, like he could feel something looking at him. Like in Waking Life, they've shown that there is a correlation between somebody staring at you and you being able to feel it. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're like in single digits, it's, the correlation is like above 90% are able to detect it and uh, adults are able to detect it more than 50% of the time. Yeah. That's why they always say trust your instincts if you feel like someone's watching you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they probably are. So so that that, that means there's some... There's, I just made someone real paranoid. So there's some type of... Uh, I don't... I, God, this is going to sound stupid. Like there's some type of aura for yourself that like reaches beyond your your body. Is it dumbest thing some, heard, Chase. <laughs> aura. So I didn't want to say aura. But. There's some kind of sense that we can't define yet. a sixth sense something in will? our something Can't in our it. lizard brain that's <laughs> there's so much more than five senses over. though like literally there's more than five senses like you're you're, you're i know chase okay. i'm just messing with I just, this is for the viewers and the listeners whatever we're doing we have the voice we have Listen with faces we all have faces for the radio we're not we're not prepared for television yet <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> call Please. us some channel i don't know <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, when I say not wired up, I mean like it's a non-invasive procedure. I mean they're still like they're wearing like a contraption. Okay, but it's not like. But they don't have to drill a hole in their head. Yeah, it's not like, like Elon wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So, quantum computers. Uh huh. I've been looking at a lot of stuff about that lately. Have I mean the the whole theory is it's not proven. The whole theory is that they work other dimensionally that's how they're able to do more than just um 
zeros and ones. Is uh, that is that is that how it is? It's a, no, it's a theory. It's not proven. As I said, that's not from from the way that like it's been described to me. Is that you're essentially like computers have ones and zeros, and so quantum. So uses, it's yes or no. Yeah, quantum on or off, etc. When you use quantum computing, the thing that's doing the computing, like the quantum particle or whatever is a one and a zero at the same time so it's both one and zero and so when right you, it's schrodinger's cat yeah and so when you multiply but, but that it's, it's not even schrodinger's operating I'm, system. I'm listening i'm listening yeah so when you when you multiply it you now have one and zero one and zero at the same time you have like basically four, four strings going yeah and then you multiply it again and you have eight, you know just keep going like that and so it's not that it's operating in multiple dimensions actually you know i guess it kind of is so i agree with you i changed my mind okay because that's exactly what that is doing. He both believes you and doesn't believe you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I guess that would be technically because it would be another dimension if you're if you're thinking about it that way. Especially if you're going with like many worlds quantum theory, where like if something is happening in one as a one, then the zero has to be happening in the other. So then yeah. that would be yeah, multiple. It'd, it'd be alternate realities, really. We already are pretty positive. There's at least ten dimensions. Yeah, for sure. So. Why not? And that's uh, that's honestly, I kind of think that our brains operate in other dimensions as well, and that's why they're so crazy and they're not predictable. Like they do work in our three dimensions, and you can measure what's going on in these three dimensions. But I think it also reaches out into an extra dimension, and that's why we can feel people staring at us. People's consciousnesses are touching our consciousness because it's connected in a. Uh, extra dimension that touches so if you have the fourth dimension you can both mm-hmm. be touching somebody and not touching somebody at the same time i thought the fourth dimension was simply duration i not necessarily the fourth dimension but a fourth oh, dimension okay. an extra dimension let's just say okay yeah say it that way because yeah because yeah. i mean that i mean sure we can number each dimension i guess but uh and, and a lot of people actually argue against time being a dimension it's I don't understand time. It doesn't make sense. We're like, if you understood time, we'd be millionaires, Chase. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> understands time. Uh, yeah, because they uh, they talk about how a lot of people say time is the fourth dimension, duration. Yeah, but it's only a half dimension. But how do you live in a half dimension? They because say, I think that's time and space are related, right? I think it's an observation. We, th- we think observationally so. a half dimension. We can only observe it in one direction, so we only observe half. Right, but any the, huh? We we can't move through time the way we move through the third third dimension. We experience it. Can that, that that's hand. that's one of the reasons they don't call it hmm. a half dimension because we can't force ourselves forward in time. If we could, we can technically with time dilation, but we can slow down our. You're right, but no, that moves us. But we can't actually move through it willingly. We we have to manipulate it. That's it's, moving through it. I, okay, willingly. I guess uh, yeah, that's kind of moving through it. Hmm. I it just, just depends uh, on how fast you are approaching I, the speed of light. Yeah. So is velocity another dimension then? I don't know. And no, that's a that's a physical. Uh, it's a state of being. It's a it's a physical. It's all relative property it's, of the third dimension. Yeah. No, I think he's right. Yeah, it is, but. Depending on your velocity, is how you slow down your relative it's, it's time stro- space. It slows down the interaction with the fourth dimension. Did you guys know gravity moves at the speed of light? Yes. No, it doesn't. So if the sun were to blink away, I heard it would this take, recently. It would take 
what eight is it? Three minutes? Eight, eight minutes. minutes. Eight minutes to get from the right. sun to the earth before yeah. we... So we continue in our We continue orbit. in our, yeah, our normal orbit and for eight minutes before we just flung <clears throat> off into the void. Right. What? How does that How does that work? Yeah, why does that make sense at all? Wait, wait. Say, uh, the gravity... If, if the sun travels. were to disappear, light would take... It takes eight minutes for light to reach us. So right. if the sun were to just vanish, it would take eight minutes before we realized it happened. They haven't measured the speed of gravity. But like all the mathematical models we have put it that if the sun were to disappear we would can us and all other planets well hang on no they have definitely measured the speed we of would continue oh have they would continue in <laughs> the or, in its orbit until we were able to observe that the sun has disappeared and then we would move off it it moves at the same relative speed i guess we're at the same speed they would have to have two different sensors because they measured the the bloop you know the bloop of the gravitational wave uh-huh they would have to have measured two different sensors extremely far apart. They just because mathematically... It They've just figured it out because of all the gravitational waves we've been sensing lately. Like, we've been able to, like, measure. We've just measured it. We've just measured it. That's what I'm trying to explain how you measure it. Well, mathematically, they've... I could is, understand if the, it's a mathematical the theory. This is, is the mathematical model, okay. as we understand it, right. leads credence to that. I know that uh, you, that they used to believe that light was instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. and our uh, we've we've believed that gravitate gravity was instantaneous for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I would be okay if they measured gravity, you know, for whatever it is. But the chances of it also being the speed of light are kind of weird, unless they're related in ways that we don't understand. Yeah, you'd have to tell me. True. But the thing is, like, we I hear all these things about people talking about how we, we've discovered gravity waves. But just because you have proven that they exist does not mean you understand they them don't, in the they don't, slightest. They don't claim that they do. They just... I, I, I'm not well, talking about scientists necessarily, but when, when people read articles, they, they, they take it in and just say, we've figured out gravity waves. We don't have a clue about gravity waves. Just like we don't have a clue about dark matter. Or dark energy. It's like, well, okay, yeah, a lot of theories match up with it, but... Do for, a shot everybody Chase is talking about not believing in dark matter again. No, I was like, we, we know more about gravity waves than we do dark matter or whatever because we've we've actually measured... Yeah, we've, we've sensed it, them, found out that they exist. And right. Now we know that they're real. But we haven't done a whole lot since then. And, I and, mean, but, and you can start making mathematical models after you discover they're real, just like how um, when America made the nuclear bomb... Germany immediately made the nuke after that because it's Russia. Because uh, we made it because of the Germany. Ger- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, also, there's a pretty strong case that they actually just stole a lot of that information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, anyways, yeah, Ger- Germany, Germany was developing woo, it. Okay, Germany okay, didn't operation. Germany didn't make it. My my bad. But yeah. Germany decided they knew how it, it happened. Because like if it is possible, they didn't even know if it was possible. But they said if it is possible, this is the only way they could have done it. So it was a it was a logical elimination. Gotcha. So once you Germany have, did have a ton of like, well, yeah, well, impressive scientists. Th- that's that's why. We, but they were they, they were also the, scooped up by the U.S. and Russia. Well, that, like, yeah, that's that's why we had yeah, the nuke Operation Paperclip, right. which is what gave us like we, we didn't want the Russians to get. We we offered all these German scientists like amnesty and. 
Yeah. Protection. A lot, a lot of them were Jews. Like, the, the, the Germans were using the best the best scientists in the world were actually Jewish yeah. at the time, and they stole all of them. And it's like, hey, come to us, Literally. and we'll, t- we'll protect you. And they were like, okay, I guess that some of them happily, some reluctantly. Well, so it's better going to Russia. probably forced. But yeah, maybe. And a then good way someone to, think, to Russia. A good no, way to think about the speed of gravity. I, I just like speed read an article, and I'm going to get this a little bit wrong. So I'll send you the actual article. Okay. Um, but so we know, like, a good way to conceptualize gravity is like if you have like a blanket that's like stretched out you know, hovering in the air and then you have like different weighted balls hanging right. on that thing. So if you have a heavy ball in the center, mm-hmm. like say you have a, like a lead cannonball and then you have other balls just spinning around it and say the blanket's like a football field size or whatever. Um, if you take that one out and it springs up, it's going to take time before it flattens out to where the ones that are spinning around it are going to, um, you yeah, know, be effective. Yeah. Right. And so they've using general relativity and like what we know about how physics works in general, they've calculated like the speed based off of that. So they know the properties of space time. No, they just know. Saying. No, they can just based use on current mathematical models. Yeah, what fits with our current understanding of the universe. It's always no, no, so, up so, for no, change, but based wait, on what wait, we wait, understand wait, now. Why, why are you disagreeing with what I said? I'm confused. Because I thought you were saying. I thought you were like saying like, oh, well, they fully understand space time. Oh, I'm asking. So, and I'm like, that's not what they said. So, so they understand the. F- Fabric of space, because so, you're talking about the blanket. It's it's the fabric. This was just an example used on how to explain it. Like it wasn't like how they calculated yeah. it. Like, so so it so if it disappears and reappears, you would have to know how the fabric of space time warps and unwarps. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying so they do know. I don't know. I just that's just the example they used to okay. explain how it works. Right. Okay. I don't know. But maybe, they just said they used. Yeah. The, I mean, they probably they obviously know more stuff than I do about. The fabric of space time. So maybe they do have something that they can infer how long it would take mm-hmm. for the sun's gravity to settle back in and reach. Sure. Because it would be it would be a wave, like you said. Like so it would how fast would it take to spring all the way up? So yeah. is so gravity would still be there after it disappeared because it takes, you know, whatever yeah. fraction of a whatever time frame to come back to normal. But then, when it comes back, it also takes a little bit of time for it to sink back into I the wonder, fabric. I wonder if they've ever, if they've done a calculation based on like if it were to disappear for X amount of time and then come back. Right, that'd be an interesting experiment to. I'm sure they have to figure out. I don't know. Yeah. Seth, you look bored out of your mind. No, I'm good. You sleepy? <laughs> a, little, a little sleepy. A little sleepy. A little sleeps. Um, we can keep going for a few minutes, or we can stop. We've got an hour. Uh. We didn't really talk much about the face thing. I was kind of wanted to talk about that. We jumped around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, talk about the face thing. What was your topic? Talk about it. I don't I thought we, I feel like we talked about this. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> the China thing? Is that is that like that? Well, the China thing we didn't talk about. That was something different, but. Was that one of our topics? For facial recognition, no. oh. as far as my understanding goes, is that they already do have some, because the government already has everybody's driver's licenses. So they do, and you can't have a hat on, and you can't have sunglasses, and you can't have uh, well, glasses in general. For I'm your, pretty sure I have glasses on in mine. Am I wrong? Do you? Oh, I mean, maybe, maybe I, I don't have glasses, so I don't know. I might be wrong. Let me look. I definitely had to take a hat off before. No, oh, yeah. I've got glasses on in mine. Okay. So you can't have sunglasses then. I guess you can just have right. regular, regular glasses. Regular glasses, they obscure, but they don't obscure that much. Okay. I also have a giant beard that obscures the shape of the bottom half of my face. So, <laughs> so just shave it if you're ever in trouble. There you go. 
<laughs> but that's not how facial recognition works anyway. I, facial recognition works off your eyebrows, your um, forehead ridge, distance from your eyebrows to your forehead, like the top of your forehead. I'm sure they're taking into account as well beards, as the bridge yeah. of your nose yeah. and then like under your eyes. It's mostly that more than like lower half of your face. That's why you see all these protesters in China wearing those visors that are like reflective, ah. like right here, because it doesn't have to do with your lower half. It has to do with like because okay. your eyes are like a fingerprint. Because nobody's eyes are exactly the same um, distance apart or like where your eyebrows are placed yeah, or the yeah. ridge of your eyebrows, the bridge of your nose, stuff like that. Um, and that's why... Chaos theory. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> that leads credence to superheroes wearing like regular masks. masks. <laughs> so one of the best and simplest ways that you can throw off like facial recognition AIs, and people have been doing this in China during the, in the Hong Kong protest. Juggalo makeup. Juggalo makeup does does work, and that's not where I was going with this, but it does that, work. Yeah. Um, that is one of them. We talked about that on the last podcast. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about facial recognition like four times, by the way, on the podcast. We should probably cool it with this. All right. After today. Uh, all right. All right. But Chase hasn't been here for three of those. So. Oh. Um, but one thing they've been doing is they this guy made it's like a acrylic plastic that's wavy, kind of like um, like you ever see like a bathroom mirror that's like waved, so it's you, like a privacy like, window. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. But you can see out of it, but light going in is heavily distorted. Oh. and so they wear it over the top half of their face, and then like you can't, it just distorts the way your uh, eyebrows. And stuff I uh, this was a few years ago now. It's about five years ago, but they said that wearing pixelated face paint. Would also uh, that makes sense? Yeah, I'll be right but because I, I, apparently the uh, computer thought it was an error of pixel, like a digital error that uh, it uh, it didn't have. It didn't good process scan. it correctly, right? There's also uh, one of the things in China that I've seen is they wear like it's like this, like a hat with like a visor that shines like a projection down, like on the forehead area, okay, of like other faces like that part of other yeah, faces yeah that thing was crazy and it just, like, I have not seen that it just I blinks that through them week. every few seconds huh. and I mean that's one I don't think is very commonly used yeah. but it's no. still it it beats yeah. the the facial recognition oh, okay. because it, it, it can't can yeah. it can't lock in and it's whoever it's right. like, it doesn't it doesn't work uh I have I have read and I I don't remember if this is more conspiratorial or it leans more true. It's been a while, so I just I'll just put it out there that since since they have all the faces already in your driver's licenses, they use those for or they've decided to use those red light cameras to they use those more for tracking faces, and they can, so they can track your face, they can track your. Uh, your tag, they're able to read your tag, but what they're looking for is stolen vehicles, and they're looking for um, uh, people like, like people want, out on the lam wanted criminals. Like wanted criminals. Yeah, but obviously, if they wanted to, they could use it for anything they wanted to. Sure. Um, and that's why, like, I see a lot of cameras, and I never hear about Oklahomans complaining about I got a ticket because I ran a red light because of the stupid camera. I never hear that, but they're everywhere. They're every stoplight. You know, it's spooky. Just that it just makes me think of the fact that in like England, like in London, oh, they're not even trying to hide there's it. There's like anymore. I forget the number. There's like fifty something or a hundred something cameras for every one person. Yeah, they have it's, them everywhere. The CCTV. Because like when I was in London, you you couldn't look anywhere without seeing them. They're stupid, crazy. There's yeah, there's cameras everywhere out there. This is that. So apparently, it's it wasn't used. Oh, the face projector, but it's like a real thing. But it, but it does defeat uh, facial recognition. It's freaking cameras. me out. I couldn't talk to somebody doing that. Yeah, it's wild. It. I think it's cool. 
Oh, it does the it's whole really face. Cool. I thought it just did like forehead. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio's face? It looked like it was Leonardo oh, DiCaprio for a second. I just don't. I don't understand. They could do celebrities because why? Yeah. A lot of Americans have kind of just said, like, well, you know, China's their own country. They can do what they want, even though they're abusing citizens like crazy. I mean, they have, like, the whole Islamic... Uh, um, concentration camps? Yeah, they're concentration yeah. camps, essentially. Yeah. And they're, and they're tearing down... They're literally tearing down churches. And so, so what they're doing is, like, they're, they're obviously don't care who you are as long as you love the communist government. They're just... If any... Like, the religions are a problem for them. Because obviously, Islam wants to do their thing. They don't want a communist dictatorship, atheist communist dictatorship. No, I was about to say, it just seems like it's an identity that's like can take precedence over the state's identity. Right, right, exactly. So. Anything that would encourage you to think outside of what the government wants you to think. Yeah. Out of what is sanctioned is all right, acceptable. Yeah, I thought it was really stupid that a lot of American reporters. Uh, went over to China after they had already implemented this new system of uh, watching people, and you get like social points. And yeah, we talked like, about that on the podcast too. You weren't here for oh, that day either. No. How do you feel about this? I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. I, it's like, I, your brother was there for that one. I read. It. Well, I was the I, same person half the time. That's sure. Okay. I read a thing talking <laughs> about. Uh, there was this guy. It was on, it was on a Reddit post. It was about like the Tiananmen Square thing. Uh, this guy was talking about how he was born uh, born in China and lived there until he was like 12 or something, and then they moved to the U.S. And he remembers, um, like, because they would go back and forth, and oh, okay. he was in the U.S., learned about the Tiananmen Square thing when he was like eight, and then they came back to the U.S., uh, to China, and they were they went went there, and he was like, asked his mom, like, wasn't this where, and she's like, no, we, we, don't, we don't talk about that, like, don't. Nothing right. happened. We don't oh talk about gosh. that here. And like she freaked out and he didn't understand why. Right, right. Jeez, that's awful. Hey, that's sp- awful. Speaking man. of acknowledging atrocities, did you hear that the U.S. government just acknowledged the Armenian genocide? Yes. Like this week? Mm-hmm. The U.S. The government did? Vote. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank God. I mean, it's 10 years too late, but. Yes, but still, the fact that it's, that we acknowledge it is. Although it was 100% to uh, put pressure on Turkey. Like that's all it was. Oh, I was about to say, Turkey yeah. doesn't acknowledge a bunch of genocides. No. They're just like, did it so, really happen? It was just a convenience thing. That's one thing that the government does. They use uh, acknowledgement of atrocities as leverage. So that's fun. Anyway. Uh, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with saying that it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, oh, I, I get that you can leverage it, but like, you should still be aware and be like, yes. It's not like the Catholic Church acknowledging the moon. Like, yep, the moon is not satanic, <laughs> which just happened like a few years that ago. That was like devil egg in the sky. <laughs> it was just so stupid. Devil egg or devil egg? Ooh. Well, one is delicious and one is evil. We definitely acknowledge devil eggs. We, I thought you were going to say one is delicious and one is the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh I should have. You should have said the opposite. One is delicious and one is a devil egg. I love devil eggs. I just I thought it would have been funny. I like devil. I just a little, little bit of paprika. Mm. Mm. The moon is made of cheese. What do you like better, cheese or I devil know. eggs? I've seen that Wallace and Gromit too. I know. Both. I was talking about that old movie where like they Why shoot they like a rocket into the moon's eggs. eye. Well, yeah. Never mind. I don't know about that. It could be good. Depends on the cheese. It could be disgusting. There's this no is... air to oxidize it, so it stay good forever, right? There's no germs what? up there. There's no bacteria. No, but things. I mean, there's still solar wind. Let's store stuff in space. Sure, it's radioactive, but. <laughs> things break down eventually yeah, yeah. like Cause, just because of solar radiation like the the flags that some, we put up there are, it's 
bleached. There's some bags yeah, of piss up there. Probably gonna turn to dust from like solar radiation and stuff. Poop and yeah. What's that? What were we listening to? That all I heard was no. Poop. We we talked about it. Oh, that was us. That yeah, was that was our us. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was our podcast. I talked about that. <laughs> they dropped off Neil Armstrong when going to the moon. He also dropped off sacks of excrement. Well, yeah. Why not? Yeah, they didn't need it for the way back. Hope. Did you hear that NASA has announced that we're going to send astronauts to the moon probably by 2022, and they're going to spend two weeks just living there? Dude, that sounds awesome. I don't know if it's going to happen, but they oh, say they want to. I bet it's not. Did you guys hear about what? the uh, longest unmanned uh, aerial aircraft? I did hear about over that. two yeah. years. On uh, heard about that. Was this like a secret space? space craft that just landed or something? Yeah, because yeah, it's done it like five times, but it keeps breaking its own record about how long it could stay up there. And this is what I mean by yes. The military has stuff we have no idea about because they've already done all this well, stuff. Well, and like you heard, I mean, they when they released all the information or what they say is all the information about the uh, the Roswell incident. Oh, right. Yeah. Which they're like, all well, they're like, we, yes. we did break in, steal the stuff and cover it up. That's because it was a secret military aircraft that we we're testing and we didn't want anybody to know about it. And you like, still don't get to know what aircraft it was. Yeah, but it was a but, secret military airplane. <clears throat> that's what they say happened. And I mean, Weather that's what I always thought probably it was. But why wouldn't you let it? We know about the stealth of the stealth uh, plane from the Cold War. And we still don't know about the Roswell plane. Saying, that was probably a single jet engine or something. Like, that's I'm what just saying. Like, saying. And we we were supposed to have the documents released for JFK. That's true. That's still secret. Like it's supposed to be okay, fifty years, and it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that was crazy. Where like that, all that stuff was supposed to come out in fifty years. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, fifty years happened, and they're like, uh, I mean, we're just gonna redact a bunch of this. That's because some crazy shit happened, and the government probably did it. And they don't want you to know about it. At the very least, there might have been like a rogue person from the government who did it, and they don't want people to know about it. Could have been that. I'm just saying it's it's, it's possible. Just it doesn't matter anymore. That no, it doesn't. so why don't they just release it? That's what I mean. Like so, it, to me, it means it still matters. That it, make it, any for sense? no other reason, it matters for public opinion. Okay. I was gonna say it may not. Like they tend to hold on to stuff way longer than obviously. <laughs> yeah. Than like it would have any relevance at all. Then why did they just tell us that they had a uh, a UFO uh, program for tracking and tracing and trying to oh, identify UFOs? And, and that that's not the, old the, at all. And the thing is, if, if they if they told me that, I'd be like, well, yeah, obviously they have that. Why wouldn't they? Well, right. <laughs> yeah. That that's what's so weird. Like the government has turned into like the Catholic Church about acknowledging things. It's like, like anything, even things you're like, well. Of course, you're going to have something to try to acknowledge UFOs. Yeah. What? But but the the Why crazy not? thing is like they're like gaslighting the whole American citizenry by being like, nope, UFOs aren't real. That's not real. None of it's real. I mean, and literally, a third of America admits that they've seen or encountered some type of unidentified aircraft or alien or or abduction. Like I'm grouping this all together. Like please a don't third, do that. A third of Americans. We don't want a little ASMR. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were talking to Chase. I thought so too. No, was t- he was rubbing his beard says, on the yeah, mic and it was uh, incredibly loud to record. Please don't do it again. Oh. <laughs> that's, you have to edit that. That's out. for you, special listeners. No, I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to talk real close. But I feel like <laughs> there are obvious things that 
the 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 government does kind of gaslight us with like the whole thing. Okay, what what, what blows my mind? Have is, you ever wanted ASMR with conspiracy theories? Because this is the we podcast got for, a you. Podcast what is, for you. What is what is oh. uh, what does ASMR stand for? Audio sensory. I don't actually know, but it stands something reaction. But it's when you can't go close. It's it it's oh, it's I the sense no, it's like the like the prickly sensation. It's just that you get when you hear stuff me. like that. Yeah, some people enjoy that. Oh yeah, I, I did know some people enjoy autonomous it. sensory meridian response. That's what it is. Oh, congratulations to all of you who enjoy it. I get I it. I'm not one I of understand those. It. <laughs> I, get I it. sometimes enjoy it, not often. Here's no, my thing: like, no. I get the tingles, but it annoys me more than it feels good. I yeah. don't. I don't like the talking ones because they're just like creepy. Have you seen yeah, the Let's yeah. Rob a Bank one though? Because it's great. No. No, I want to watch it. No. We'll watch it when we get done here. Okay, um, Chase, finish your talk about UFOs real quick. Oh, I was just talking about the the whole gaslighting where yeah. Um, so we're told that absolutely a hundred percent that there is alien life out there. There's no chance that there is an alien life out there, basically because the universe is so huge, and we have all of the we spend billions of dollars every year on uh, satellites and uh, radar trying to track. Uh, you know, and, and we sent out probes to uh, you know far galaxies and what. And, when did we send our probes to other galaxies? In the sixties, like what are you talking? Or not? About? Ta- I'm sorry. Gal- galaxies is the wrong word. Sorry. Yeah, nothing has left our solar system. Well, one thing is technically left our one thing is left our solar system. It depends how you define our solar system. That's true. Yes, Voyager, but yeah, we did send send things out for aliens disc. to find that it had like. What did you say? I said it's left the like accretion oh, disk. I thought you were telling the what the name system. of that. No, um, they on one. I can't remember which satellite it was. They sent out. Like this gold plate. Yeah, it was on Voyager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, on Voyager. I thought it was on Voyager, but I, yeah. didn't, I didn't want to say it. Because Voyager sure. was going to be the first, and it already is, in the first uh, man-made object in right. interstellar space. Yeah. So they've done all these things, and they and they have like... Uh, it, anyways, it's, it's all about they spend all this money because they absolutely know that life exists, but they tell us that no... No, nothing about aliens has ever happened upon this the, earth. I don't think that's the thing, though. I think it's we think life exists out there because it's pretty unfathomable that it doesn't exist. I think the debate is whether or not it comes here. Or well, not. that's what they're saying. Like it absolutely exists, but there's no chance it ever came here, even though we're searching for it to see if it will come here. In that Edward Snowden pod- podcast, he talked about how he had like the whole wealth of like government knowledge and secrets at his fingertips, yeah. and he went looking for aliens, and he's like, <laughs> I didn't find a thing. I don't know. It's separate, man. It's all separate thing. Totally separate data, man. He didn't think it would be, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the president, I believe in aliens. Get to know about it. I mean, Clinton said he was going to get to the bottom of it. He never talked about it ever again. Instead yeah, of Jimmy Carter, and then they got real quiet. So yeah, weird. yeah, weird. exactly. Yeah, weird, now Clinton man. has been lobotomized. Have you seen him lately? My God, I think he's just very sick, Chase. I don't think he's been lobotomized. I also just think he's like eighty years old. Yeah, he's very old. He's very ill. He smokes cigars still. Like, don't do that when you're 80, unless you're Arnold. No, maybe that's it, because he does not look good, man. I mean, yeah, he's he's very old and did not live a healthy lifestyle. (laughs) Okay, maybe that's it. Thank you for listening to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. (laughs) Um, We are a part of Black Mesa Radio Network. We're the flagship show. We have other shows on our network, like Moms Who Wine, um, soon to be Shake, Battle, and Roll, um, and maybe some more. Um, if you guys could like and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or you can check us out at BlackMesaRadio.com where you can find our show, Moms Who Wine, and soon to be other shows, we would appreciate it. Um, whenever you guys like and subscribe, it helps us to aggregate better and get more listeners and show up on other people's feeds. Um, do you guys want to say anything else before we go? Nope. Bye, everybody. 
good to see you again. I haven't been here in yeah, a while. Chase, Chase has been a minute. Hey, welcome back, Chase. Yeah. I mean, tell me, have you guys ever seen Chase and Nate in the same room? Because I haven't. <laughs> Can't say that I have. Not recently. Well, you should watch OU football because we have been in the same <laughs> room watching that. Wait, I take it back. It definitely. Also, birds aren't real, and you've never seen one. That's true. Bye. Yep.